What's going on, Subbell fans? My name is Dominic Crusetto, and we will be going over the Week 9 wrap-up for Sunbelt action, starting off with Thursday's contest, which had a matchup pitting Louisiana versus Southern Miss. My prediction was the Raging Cajuns 31, Southern Miss Golden Eagles 18. That final score ends up being Cajuns 24, Southern Miss 39. So quite the opposite of what I predicted. I knew that Southern Miss defense would uh, be pretty powerful, but I thought the Cajuns were kind of turning the corner on the season. They didn't end up doing that. Their offense really struggled except for really Michael Jefferson, who went for 179 yards and a touchdown on the night. Um, Kept that game close early, but Wooldridge ended up having three interceptions, and the entire team as a total rushed for less than 70 yards. I mean, against a team like Southern Miss, who's pretty strong defensively, that's not going to get it done. The only hope was that you think the Southern Miss offense struggles on the other side of the ball. Well, they didn't do that. Uh, Wilkie didn't have a great game, I wouldn't say, but Gore certainly did. He throws for a touchdown as well as rushing for 87 yards. So not his biggest game, but uh, he got necessary first downs when needed. And then they had Brownlee through the air. He goes for 102 and two touchdowns. And that really just had you feeling like at home, Southern Miss performing pretty well offensively and the defense holding strong and steady as they have. You just, towards the end of the game, you felt like the Cajuns weren't coming back. Uh, they did have their chances. They could have they could have gotten it a little closer and had a shot at the end, uh, but they just couldn't get it done. So Southern Miss takes that one. We'll jump into the only out-of-conference game from last week that pit App State versus Robert Morris. Predicted score of Robert Morris 0, App State 52. Ends up being Robert Morris 3, App State 42. Uh, so being at this game live uh, and being an App State fan, I, I would say that App really struggled early on in that game. Uh, the score was only 21-3 to at the half. And... Uh, Yes, they opened it up there in the second half. I I don't know. I expected a lot more out of an App State team that was looking to get on a roll and show some power and some dominance over an 0-7 FCS team. And instead, they go into the half 21-3. You could even hear some boos there in Boone this past weekend. So it was a little surprising to see them struggle like that. You know, really... Nobody statistically really stands out from the pack in this one. Again, uh, once you get to that second half, you spread the ball around because you've got some some second and third string guys getting some touches. So that's a little bit understandable. But you think you know Chase Bryce would have a bigger game? Think some of the running backs might have a little bit more statistically. Nobody was over a hundred yards. Uh, nobody went for four touchdowns or anything like that. So a little surprising to see. Uh, yeah, the final score looks fine. You know, there's nothing to worry as far as that is concerned. But as far as the eye test, uh, I was expecting to see more of a performance out of App State, and we did not see that. So a little surprising there. But, you know, they do take care of business at a conference against a lesser opponent. So in the end, you know, still where we want to be for those types of matchups. Georgia State versus Old Dominion. I predicted this one in favor of ODU, 31-24. Instead, Georgia State turns the corner, and they win 31-17. So 
offenses really both kind of struggled a little bit early. They did both come away with a, a touchdown in the first quarter, but uh, you know there was some ugliness to really start off the first two drives. Both of them had fourth downs. They both went for it on fourth down. They both failed to get the first down. At that point, um, luckily it turned the corner. We saw some more scoring in this one. Granger was mostly successful on the ground. He went for 109 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, you know, early on in the game, there was a, a great punt return after ODU was held and really punting out of literally the back of their own end zone. Uh, that was returned by Greg. And the reason I'm mentioning not returned by Greg. I'm sorry. Greg put it in the end zone. I think the very next play after they got with inside the 10 on that return, that play. And then soon thereafter allowed Greg to become the all time leading rusher for Georgia state. Now their program's not that old, but still a massive uh, thing to put on the, the record books. A uh, very cool thing to see for a program like that to, to be going through some kind of rougher times as far as the win loss record is concerned, but have somebody they can lean on and, uh, talk about in that regard is great for that program uh and then you know in the second half there granger to thrash was seeming to work out pretty well uh thrash ends up going for 87 yards and a touchdown uh so he had a pretty good game there uh, as far as the other side of the ball wolf struggled uh didn't have a, a great game at all he he throws an interception he fumbles the ball later on uh, but it was a breakout game for harvey uh, jennings has been their go-to wide receiver uh, but was held in check. I mean, he only had a 24 yards and, and, and did have one touchdown, but Harvey goes for 124 yards and a touchdown. So, yes, this is a, a bad loss for ODU, especially for where they thought they could be and where they, they want to be at. But it's a good thing in the offensive side that they've, they've maybe found another wide receiver who can make some plays for them, uh, especially if Koontz continues to be held out, the tight end for them there that's supposed to be a pretty good player. Uh, if Harvey can emerge and give that one-two punch with him and Jennings, that's going to do well and hopefully open up that running game for them because Watson uh, was really held in check in this one and um, held off the board for the most part. Uh, he had 53 yards with a long of 22. So no touchdowns on the day. A little surprising. I thought after what we'd seen App State do against Georgia State, the ODU rushing attack would do pretty well, but that wasn't the case. After that, we round out the night with South Alabama going to Jonesboro, Arkansas to play the Red Wolves. That had a predicted score by me of 36 for uh, South Alabama, 17 for Arkansas State. Final score, USA 31, Arkansas State held to just three points. That game was a little ugly weather-wise, so that helps explain a little bit of the struggles. Uh, Bradley had a big strike early to Wayne to go up even further in that game, but was mostly held in check after it. Uh, but the run game got it done. Bottom line, when you got a bad weather game, your rushing attack, your offensive line has to get it done in order to help in that type of situation where you're not going to be as successful through the air. So Webb ends up going for 162 yards and three touchdowns on the day. It was just extremely impressive performance that uh, Red Wolves defense could not do much of anything to stop him. Uh, the Jags D, meanwhile, held Arkansas State completely in check. They went for negative 19 yards rushing as a team. Uh, so that Jags D is really coming up big when they need it. Uh, they did give up one pass of 42 yards, and pretty much besides a couple short yardage stuff, 10, 
eight, you know, 12 yard pickups. I mean, that was it. 42 yard play was the biggest play of the day for that Arkansas State offense. So uh, a lot to work on there for them. A big disappointment. Uh, I think a lot of people knew going in they would lose this game to a, a team as quality as South Alabama. But I don't think that they thought that it was going to go quite this way. Being held to only three points, uh, especially at a home game like that, is terribly disappointing. But again, for one of the strongest teams in the Sun Belt, for South Alabama to come up with a game like that, uh, very impressive. Uh, so we will move on to the last matchup of the night, what I thought was going to be my game of the week and upset of the week ends up not doing that, uh, even though the spread did favor uh, Marshall, even though I was calling it an upset. I don't know why uh, Coastal was not favored in this matchup. I, I predicted Marshall to take this one 27-24 over Coastal. Final score ends up being Coastal 24, Marshall just 13 points. Now, Coastal did put up 21 in the first quarter and then were held to only a field goal the remainder of the game. Uh, McCall had one through the air and one on the ground, but really after that, held completely in check. Uh, The biggest turning point here in this one is the fact that Coastal recovers two fumbles. The the turnovers and the penalties really just did marshal in on this one. Uh, They couldn't get out of their own way. And Coastal didn't do enough to make them pay where they, you know, they put any real gap between them. Uh, So because of that, the game was kind of close and it felt like if Marshall could just get that one play, all they need is that one play to kind of get this into a game, get this to be really manageable. And they just couldn't seem to do it. Laburn, for as great as he's been all season, was held to only 59 yards and one touchdown. He was also banged up and hurt a little bit in that game, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I would say Fancher looked a little bit better than what I'd seen out of him previously. Uh, he uh, helped Gamage get 187 yards total, but surprisingly, with that kind of yardage, it wasn't a single touchdown on the board uh, for him on the day. So, that passing game with Fancher is seemingly coming around a little bit, but they've got to figure out how to get into the end zone and how to stop hurting themselves. Marshall's hurting themselves too much uh, would have made this a much better game against Coastal, but they just couldn't get it done. That's going to wrap up week nine for Sunbelt action until Thursday. Have a good one. We'll see you later.